This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. I'm Rico Beard and it's been a while since I've done one of these. I was on a much needed vacation and now I'm back. And before we get into the what well, the topic for today, just want to give you a quick heads up that the Five Star Zone will have some retooling done. I got a couple things going through corporate right now, but Look for a new name change and a lot of new features and a lot of new access to how you can watch and listen. Yeah, I said watch and listen to the Five Star Zone. So hopefully those changes will be coming up soon. I'm trying to make sure they happen before football season. But if not, they will happen during the middle of football season. And I think it's something that you all will enjoy because, hey, I'm looking out for you. You're my biggest fans. You're the people who keep me employed. So that being said, hey, if you're a Michigan State fan, you got to feel excited. You're probably feeling excited because, at least for basketball, recruiting has not been that great. Um, You've landed some players, but, man, it was nothing like that. Remember the... What was it, the summer of 2006, 2005, I believe? The guys that they call the class. Yeah, that was Miles Bridges. That was Josh Lankford. That was Nick Ward. And that was Detroit's own Cassius Winston. That was probably the best class Tom Mizzle had brought into Michigan State, period. Well, things have changed a little bit. Because Michigan State has brought in another top class, including the number one player in the nation, Xavier Booker. You also had Jeremy Fears Jr., who started this whole thing off. And then they brought in two more commits. They brought in uh, Garrick Normand, and then they capped things off by bringing in Cohen Carr. Right now, Michigan State sits, I believe, number three overall, tied with Ohio State in incoming class in 2023. This one... This one makes Tom proud. This one, he went out and he shot for the stars. Here's why I say that, because I don't think it's been a coincidence that you got to have the stars. You got to have the horses in order to run with other horses, meaning you want to be Duke. You want to be Kentucky. You want to be Kansas. You got to have players that can match up with them. And Michigan State has had a lot of good players come through the program. But I think with these players, you got the types now that can go up against you know, the big boys. Now, unfortunately, they won't be here this year because, good God, Michigan State's non-conference schedule, 
just incredible. There's really no other way around it. There's no other way to put it. I don't know if you've seen it, what it's going to be, but they're playing. Put it, Tom Izzo starts the year off, okay? Just to put things in perspective, you start the year off on a battleship. Well, you start off with Northern Arizona. Then you go to the battleship with Gonzaga. Then you got Kentucky in the Champions Classic. Then you got Villanova in the Gavit Games. Then you have Alabama in the Phil Knight Invitational. Followed by the next day, UConn or Oregon in that Phil Knight Invitational. Followed by possibly North Carolina. Then they get Notre Dame in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. And I think the other marquee game in the non-conference season is going to be December 21st. Rocket Watts, Greg Campy, and Oakland University travel to the Breslin Center on December 21st. But yeah, not going to be able to play in that class. Michigan State's going to have to hold their own. Now, I do think, now I will get to the recruiting class, back to the recruiting class in a second. But after watching Moneyball this year, and I know what people are going to say, and and I'm sorry, a lot of you are weak-minded if you give me the whole, well, Tum Tum won scored 40 points in the Moneyball game. Yeah, and I also saw Adrian Payne. I also saw Kenny Goins, and I also saw Xavier Tillman perfect their three-point shots during Moneyball. I saw a lot of players grow during Moneyball, and I think you may have seen the same thing if you headed over to the gym this year to watch some Moneyball. Jay Nakins was the name that I think a lot of people thought was going to really turn the corner, and he did. He actually played for the team that I sponsored, the Five Star Zone. I liked watching Jaden's game, a little bit more quickness, a little bit more explosiveness in his game. He's going to be that third point guard, that third guard that maybe Michigan State could go back to the days of uh, what you saw with uh, D. Brown, Luther Head, and um, mm, 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 uh, I'm drawing a blank on the last name, but when Illinois had that three-headed monster and they ran three different point guards, that's the same thing that Michigan State could do. So they can go with that kind of the rotation, but I think the other guy that you really want to take a look at was Pierre Brooks Jr. Pierre just... <sighs> First of all, you've probably seen all the reports. Pierre trimmed his body down. I think he lost about 25, maybe even 30 pounds. Added muscle to this. Now, his body transformation, the best way I can describe it, it was like the summers when Denzel Valentine and Draymond Green each decided that they were going to take basketball serious. And they shredded the weight. And they came back and had phenomenal seasons. I think you could see the same with Pierre Brooks. Pierre Brooks could be that secret weapon that Michigan State has. He's going to try and score as many points as possible. It reminded me of the Pierre Brooks that had won Mr. Basketball uh, playing in the PSL his senior year. Pierre is going to drive to the basket. He's got a nice three-point shot. He's just a flat-out scorer. He's something that MSU has missed for a long time, where it's not necessarily scoring because you pass the ball around five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, but somebody who could take uh, their defender off the dribble, drive past them, and just score. He got buckets. It's the best way to describe it. Pierre just got buckets over the summer. Now, his defending, 
it got a lot better, but a lot of that came because of the fact that Pierre did lose some weight. That helped him tremendously. If you could defend, if you could rebound, you're always going to be in the Tom Izzo lineup. But I think with Izzo, you may have gotten somebody. Now, you got to see if this translates, okay? Not everything from Moneyball translates, but if this does, this gives MSU a puncher's chance in this non-conference season and in the Big Ten because he adds scoring. You got a lot of good players, but MSU didn't have that go-to guy at the end of the game, that guy that I said, because they always had it. I mean, they didn't have that since Cassius, where in the final two minutes of the game, this person takes over the shot. Now, I did think it was going to be Walker. I thought he had the potential, but Walker really, other than the Purdue game, he really didn't embrace the challenge. A.J. Hogarth does, and you saw at the end of the Duke game, he tried. Now, A.J.'s another guy. A.J. has dropped some weight. He looks a lot faster and a lot quicker than the A.J. we saw at the end of the season going up against Duke and Mark Williams getting his, having his shot blocked at the end of the game. So, yeah, the current MSU players are really coming in. They're really looking good. And I know, football season's coming up. Why are you talking basketball? Well, I just wanted to recap the Moneyball season. And I also wanted to tell you, you got something to look forward to, Michigan State fans. Xavier Booker, number one player in the nation. He's the highest recruit that Tom Izzo has ever landed. Higher than Jaron Jackson, higher than Miles Bridges, higher than Josh Langford. This guy, yeah. And this all became of the hard work. I remember watching him senior day. He was on the court, and he kind of stayed off the radar. He's an, He's a little bit of a throwback type of a player where – it's all about loyalty. He wasn't the type of guy that made sure he played on the flashiest AAU team. As a matter of fact, he stayed on his AAU team with his coach that originally, you know, he's played with. They didn't play in a lot of the big-time tournaments. And I think Izzo kind of appreciated that. So Izzo and a lot of other coaches were going to, when I think the Peach Jam was going on, they were traveling to this other basketball tournament because that's where he played because he was loyal to his coach. I think he was also loyal to Michigan State because Izzo was one of the first coaches to get in on him. Once again, I remember a senior day last year, he was down at the stands, and I saw this kid. I'm like, well, who is that guy? And when they explained to me who he was and how he's kind of stayed off the radar, and they were hoping that he would stay off the radar, but he didn't. People saw his game, and he shot up in the rankings. I think at one point he was damn near ranked 100th, and now he's at number one. And he's a guy that, yeah, I hate to, you know, you you you, you don't want to put the pressure on and say they're one and done, but, yeah, I think this kid's one and done. Power forward center, 6'11", uh, 215. You'll probably try to bulk him up a little bit can handle the ball, can go coast to coast. Now, you don't need him to do that, but he can do that. He's got a great game, great back to the basket. The guy can score. He's earned that number one player spot. He's going to be some excitement for Michigan State fans. A lot of eyeballs are going to be watching this kid. I expect Xavier Booker to, yeah, he's going to be one and done. And remember, this class started off with Jeremy Fears, the six-foot point guard coming in. And then they added uh, uh, what I like to say, and a lot of people gave the equivalent of Matt McQuaid, a kid from Texas, three-point shooter, and uh, Garrick Norman. 
he came in on an official visit with his parents and Garrick, I guess, was blown away with the MSU facilities. You can never have too many shooters. He's six five wing player, shooting guard, coming out of uh was it North Richland Hills, Texas. This is a kid that, yeah, he's got a little bit of size to him. You know, we'll have to see if the Matt McQuaid type of thing works out. Uh, I, I normally don't like doing that. But, yeah, watching his game, he's he's going to be that, that, that dead-eye three-point shooter. Now, you got to hope that, once again, that translates. But he's also coming in. He's ranked 73rd, four-star player. But Tom Izzo and Michigan State didn't stop right there. They then brought in the final piece of the puzzle because after Garrick uh, committed, all three of those guys, Booker, Fears, Garrick, got on the Instagram and started recruiting that final piece in Cohen Carr. Cohen Carr is coming in, 6'7", small forward, another wing player, ranked 75th on rivals. He is a high flyer. He's going to be the exciting player. He's going to be the guy that, to me, man, I think of Brandon Dawson, just attacks the rim. Everything ends in a dunk, and that was Brendan. Dawson just, you know, we would always say if he could, he would dunk his free throws. Didn't shoot a lot of jumpers, didn't do a lot of things. He's going to drive to the basket. Thank God the alley-oop probably will come back to MSU. Fun, excitement, things at the Izone and, and the fans will love to see. You're going to get that again. Probably the excitement you haven't seen since Miles Bridges left where you get the guy who can consistently just attack the rim. That's what you're getting with this class right now. As I said, this class is ranked third overall, tied with Ohio State. Duke, well, that, that Duke class, you, you just can't touch. They, they're they bringing in a ton of five-stars. Tom Izzo and Michigan State brought in the five-star. They brought in Xavier Booker, probably the jewel of the class. But, man, this thing reminds me of when Cassius Winston, Miles Bridges, Josh Lankford, and Nick Ward all came to Michigan State. Now, uh, Josh never developed. Injuries held him back. But, man, remember, he was the five-time Mr. Basketball of Alabama. Yeah, five times because he won it in eighth grade as well. He didn't get his, If he didn't get the injury happen, I think Josh would be in the NBA as well. But at that point, that was the best class that Izzo has brought in. Right now, he's bringing in another one. I think this one has the potential of even exceeding the last one. Cassius was the only one that made it to see a Final Four. We'll see what happens when these guys get on campus. We'll see what happens but I do think that if you're a Michigan State basketball fan, you got to be excited. This upcoming season, yeah, look to see what happens with the incoming freshmen from last year. See how well they can translate this year and Jay Nakins and Pierre Brooks. But after that, man, you're bringing in some big dogs. So, like I said, I've been gone for a while, but I did want to talk about the incoming class, 2023 class that Tom Izzo is bringing into Michigan State. I think it's one of his best class ever, and we'll have to wait to see what happens. But I think if you're a Spartan fan, you can expect big things in when it comes to hoops. Now, for football, hey, tuck coming. <laughs> I don't even have to try to tell you what that excitement level is like. But I will say this real quickly about the football recruiting. 
Um, I would say a lot of the guys that you saw going to other schools with the NIL deals, keep an eye on them. Because right now, because right now, they are committed to other schools. Wait to see what happens in December. I'll leave it at that. But a lot of money and NIL things were promised. Let's see if the checks actually hit the mailbox and get to the players in December. A lot of guys in other schools may not be in the schools that they are committed to. I'll, if you're understanding what I'm saying, and I think Michigan State's going to try to swoop in and pick up a lot of guys that you saw during the summer posing with the cars and with the old school gear. They're not out of the running with a lot of these guys. Let's see if Miami's and the the certain schools of the world actually deliver on a lot of the promises that they promised these kids. Because if not, Mel Tucker's going to swoop in. And I think December could get very interesting in East Lansing, especially if Mel Tucker and Michigan State can put together another 10, 11-year type of career. Okay? All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Keep subscribing and be ready for the new changes. Thanks for listening to the Five Star Zone.